0: This is Two Shy Guys a Mile High. Cue the damn music. We back in here, in the lair. Yes, sir. The boy
1: P-Will. Al Digger. W. B. fly with me. Back again, fellas. Yo keeping keeping the socials distances um i'm about tired of it man, man. honestly <laughs> I'm about tired of it. um but you know you, you gotta do what you gotta do to to, to get back to normalcy man. whatever that might be and uh get back to it quickly man so i feel
0: that man but it, it's just crazy times man i'm masked up right now you know mask on mask
1: off <laughs> <laughs> it's like mute you got to the, put the mask on then take the mask off when you're talking but but yeah man i'm but speaking of that, like, have it has it been hard to, like, get them with y'all at? Or has it been decent to try to, you know, stay masked up? Because I just, I haven't heard, I, I don't be hearing a lot, like, if they have it or not. They don't be communicating a lot of nah, from like, what's open, you know. No, nah, just, I mean, I had some, luckily, I had some, Uh,
0: my, my parents had some masks stashed up before the whole thing went down. So, man, she, they sent me some
2: care package. With some masks, so Yeah I've been Getting lucky too I've been having um, People from work Looking out Give me some masks um, My mentor gave me a couple And then My family Gave me a couple too um, Mother-in-law yeah. They the Family gave me Some stuff So it's been It's been good And Just shout out sure To the people good, On the front line yeah, though, too. Hey we got, know, got it, got it.
1: Shout out Yo god be with you you know whatever you believe just just we appreciate everything because we're not out here surviving without y'all sacrifice that's a that's huge so we gotta we gotta start there man um
2: i will say yeah. overall though i have Smell less bad breath because now if you smell bad <laughs> breath, with mask on. So yeah. that is one thing that's good, that's positive. That's yeah,
1: right. yeah. You kind of know you can self you can self check on that one. You're like, oh, ooh, ooh, that garlic pizza. I should yeah. I should not <laughs> have that at lunch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want to go into the meeting. Oh, it's virtual. It's good. You know, It's <laughs> like the wood man. The yeah. breath test. You got to do the breath test. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's another I'm thing cool. too, though. Like like communication wise, like how. Like, you don't have to worry about that, though, now. Because we, you know, we kind of got to have that distancing. And that's
2: why we're going to make this whole episode about communication. Yes. Yes, sir. And you just communicated the fact that we are doing this for a purpose. And with the purpose of this episode, we're going to just talk about the importance of communication. Point blank, period. Because in life, it's just a key foundational skill that you just need to have. Mm. Um, I think there's different types of aspects of of communication that can go into a really deep topic. But in general, from what I take away of, you have a thought or a message. And you, as the person sending the message, has to efficiently get it to the receiver Mm. so they can understand
1: what to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not as easy as it sounds, man. Very complex. When you, you know, you can factor in a lot of different things, right? Like not even just personalities, and that you know that's a that's a whole another ball of wax, right, so like how do you take what you know and try to convey that to somebody right that's 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 what you're saying man, and it's it's and not it, easy so it's also
0: a difference because you gotta convey it then you gotta convey it effectively mm-hmm. like you know effective communication, so you gotta uh understand what you're trying to convey what message you're trying to convey and in a way that you you uh realize who your listener is. And how you get the message through to your listener, because every listener may be a little bit different.
2: Yep. 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 You definitely hit on the big key right there is knowing your audience. You gotta know who you're dealing with. So gotta know the context, the situation, environment, etc. The right variables, so you can start effectively getting your message or your point across. And it's a very hard skill, but most of the time you're just often suited, just keeping it simple. Mm-hmm. Just really Being becoming a good listener as well, so you can relay the messages that you need to get the actions that you want to happen. It's very, very, very key as well, too. Um, And there's a difference between effectively listening versus just hearing somebody. Um, Listening is definitely an art because it's it's being intentional, really being locked in, not just hearing something. So we'd be like, hurry up so I can get my point across. That's another skill as
1: well. No, oh, that's man, that's that's huge and especially in the collaborative environment, right? You know what I'm saying? Like we, you know, we're all, you know, self-quarantining doing our thing and now you kind of have to sit with yourself a little bit, but you know, how do you how do you convey a message to somebody when you don't know, you don't even know where they're coming from, right? You got to listen up and kind of just hear their side of the story so you can get all the pieces and get all the all the perspectives. So it's like this is my story. <laughs> But but no but for real though no. that's like it's, so it's it's a two way it's a two way thing is is what I'm getting at and, and sometimes as the as the sender you we're, we're thinking we're doing the right thing and we're thinking that they're getting it and they're they're communicating back to us and they and they're thinking that we got it and then we go off and we do our own thing and we come back and it's like oh what happened it, it was a one, it was one thing that was missing it was that clarity piece yeah that's mm-hmm. one of, that's one of the key things that clarity when you communicate and you got to make sure. As the sender and receiver that you at least acknowledge, hey, I this is what you are saying. This I get it. This is what you need from me. This is what I this is the message that I get from you. And if you can't walk away from that that exchange, then that there's no clarity there. And the hardest thing I think about it during these trying times is the way that, you
0: know what I'm saying, the, the visual, uh the visual aspect of communication, mm-hmm. when you actually see somebody, it's those uh, you know, body language, it's those mm-hmm. nonverbal wow. cues. That you can submit to someone and receive from your audience. So it's like, you know, seeing somebody, you get the eye contact, you see somebody, you know, shrugging their shoulders, they probably ain't trying to hear what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They ain't listening to you. When you got that effective communication, you looking eye to eye with somebody, it just gives you that much more force behind what you're saying and that much more energy. Yeah. Because it's all about the energy that you convey a message and how somebody receives that same message and, and the way they receive that message. Because mm, yeah. I might be telling you something like, you know, have a good day or something. I'm slouched over. That, that ain't the same as, hey, man, have a great day. Right. You're right. looking at me in my eyes and I'm, you know, giving a handshake back before the, you know. The a, little vigor, stuff, you know? a little
1: more vigor, yeah. a little more vigor, a little more purposeful kind of interaction there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That,
2: that can play tricks on you as well. Sometimes um, the hard part about the verbal and nonverbal communications things that people just give off during speech is that sometimes you can read too deep into it. And it can alter your perception of that person and change the whole dynamic of the whole conversation as well, too. So that's why it's also important to follow it up by asking questions. And it's not just about asking questions, asking the right questions, seeing um, if whatever you're saying, if they're actually understanding it, if they're receiving it, just really trying to be empathetic, step into their shoes, see where they're coming from. That usually helps as well. Empathy is something that we should just practice more because the more people are empathetic you can understand where people are coming from and then we can start working together to um, bring together the plan that God has for our this the
1: world vision whatever you know I, I got a, I got a question right there like do you like empathy like especially in these times man like like do you find it is easier to communicate with somebody who, who's empathetic to your message? And and what I mean by that, do you think it's easier to get your point across to somebody who's empathetic versus somebody who's kind of just forced to be in that situation?
2: Yeah, I think it's a lot easier. And then by them being empathetic, you can kind of see that they're actually buying into what you're saying as well, too. And once you have the connection point to say that we're here, we understand I think more progress can be made because you can start seeing where other people are coming from and you can start negotiating and start throwing out more brainstorming ideas and really coming with an open mind to a conversation to be able to make the solution that's required to get the desired result Mm -hmm. um, because that is very key as well. Because empathy connects us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It connects us.
0: Especially in the workplace. So, like, question, like, how do you deal with communication at the workplace? (sighs) Effectively communicating something at the workplace.
1: (sighs) Ooh, oh yeah. let me take let me yeah. take this one because yeah, my minute. workplace is different my workplace been different for a minute right so my workplace been at the house you know saying shout out by size we up in here um and that's been that's been amazing right because to be able to be in your home you know as an entrepreneur as as a, as a self-employed you know cat is different when the motivation was already there right like i'm communicating with with baby girl on a different level like we we're communicating our relationships we're communicating our business dealings right we communicate you know about our children so it's my my work is literally in my home right and getting that in order so it's it's been incredible because we had the we had the relationship before right before before we became employed and partners and so it's been but it's been it's been it's been interesting because we've had to build that 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 trust throughout the years and it wasn't easy and so i'm saying we We've had to send out a message and it was like, hey, I thought you said this. No, I didn't say that. So we've had, to, we've had to go back and forth and kind of have these deep conversations of like, okay, I need you to just when you communicate with me, can you give me more of this? I need less of that because I'm, I'm thinking you saying this and that. So we we've it, it, it hasn't been as, as, as bad as a struggle as I thought it would be as, as, as more mature we got in our relationship. It's been incredible, you know what I'm saying? Because I think we're, 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 we're learning from each other. And every time we we make a mistake, we're we're able to say, "Hey, okay, how can I do better at communicating?" Because we know that's the foundation for any any relationship is having those that communication be tight. I understand that because uh, you're
0: de- dealing with the same thing, you know, and, and uh, in my workplace, it's just uh, effectively communicating to the team that's fo- that's following you.
2: Because
0: mm. uh, we still gotta you know pump out a product, we still gotta produce results out in the uh, workplace, and then you know. Being the, man- being the leader of multiple teams and having to collaborate with multiple teams at the same time and all getting together on the same playing field and actually having the same mindset and goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And you know you got people influences, you know you got other uh, outer sources that's happening, variables that's happening to you to all conflict, work on the same goal at the same time. is hard. So being able to communicate what the goal is, what the desired goal is, the timeframes and all the parameters that you're trying to uh, project to get to the end result it's kind of hard getting that people on the same page, so you got to manipulate that stuff by uh, putting together data based on historical information that you have, and actually shows you how you get to that desired output. Because you know you can get to desired output, you know what it is, you've done it before, and actually producing that on a higher scale, a higher level. You just got to get everybody on the same playing field. So right. being able to show numbers and making it tell a story visually to someone, and actually getting them to buy in on what your uh, what your uh, plan is, mm-hmm. is the uh, is one of the things that I see
2: going on at work. And there's so many different styles of communication. You have written communication, you have verbal communication, then you have the nonverbal communication, and then you have data communication, the communication that you show from metrics or charts or key measures that help show you, am I making it? Am I not making it? Or just identifying problems or root cause solutions. So um, the world is changing very fast. And I think the more that we continue to go into the future we're going to start seeing the nature of the data communication change Mm -hmm. over and over and over again so that's going to be something unique to happen in the future i think as well and another point just about workplace i was thinking about that you hit on interesting points but i was more so thinking internally about how do you operate and communicate at work knowing that you can't 100% be your true authentic self because I think being authentic helps you be able to just communicate to those, your messages, your thoughts, and be just be open to everybody. But as you don't know people and there's a distrust, you can't really be as authentic so that can kind of change your communication style a little bit as well. Wow. But I think at the core, you still have to keep it simple, keep it basic, and communicate Your authentic self out there in the world and out there to people, so you don't have to really think about what lies you're telling or what other things you're doing to come up with the right words to get your team to achieve a goal. So, um, I think it's just hard and it's something that you have to balance because it's hard to you have to communicate at work, then you come home and then you have to communicate to your significant other. And then you have to communicate to your family. You have to communicate to your friends. So there's so
1: many different pockets. But it's content. It's content. It's content. Right. And that's, that's one of the, that's one of the five C's, right? It's content. And, 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 and it's okay. I, so why you, you say that?
2: Explain the five C's. Yeah, break that down, because you even said that twice. I, I did, I did. So we're 40% we're just, of the way gone and they don't even know what you're <laughs> talking about. So let's like break it down that's, for us.
1: That's fine. We, we 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 we've sprinkled that in here uh, over the last uh, few minutes, but the five C's of effective communication, and normally it's clarity, right? And that can be a by the receiver and 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 the sender. You have to be clear on what you're saying consistency obviously that speaks for itself i mean is the message uh pretty much is it is it what is what it's supposed to be is it is it the is it the texture that you're that you're looking for is it consistent um is it did they say one thing and doing something else right you got to be consistent in what you're in what you're saying uh creative um obviously you know just maybe you're doing you're doing new content that's another c and you but you have to create that so how do you do that you have to take a an idea and a thought and put it together so to communicate that you have to think a little bit more outside the box than you normally would uh content once again that that speaks for itself what 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 is the the the, the crux of the message that you're trying to trying to portray like what do i want my audience to get out of that and and the final c which which i believe is the most crucial point of it um and thank you for guys allowing me to go through this you know i enjoy this type of stuff is is the connection we got to have a connection with your audience you got to have a connection with somebody you're talking to and to go back to what you were saying WB, is how how can you do that when you're in a, a work environment and you feel like you can't be your authentic self and genuine self and communicate like you normally would at home you 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 can't but <laughs> you can't because i mean it's not like you're not being authentic though you're 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 able to understand your audience and communicate the way you need to you're not being disingenuous but I'm not, going to, I'm not going to address people at work the same way I would address you know, my wife you know, or, my, or my best friends, right? I, I, it just doesn't make any sense because my content would even matter. It wouldn't make sense. So, different. so hmm. my content is different because I'm the conduit for the information. How I, how I present it, I am being genuine. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, people listening to this might not have heard me in this, type of, in this type of setting and see me in a certain light, but when we're out here delivering content and trying to help people, now, you have to go and, and, and understand what the audience is. I will tell you what is
2: genuine, the respect I have for you for breaking down the five Cs, because I thought you was going to fumble, but you just kept going through that hole and getting that touchdown. You broke consistent. that down very good. They're you some solid good points right there, so good job on that. I'm, I'm proud of you for relaying that message to all of us and communicating that effectively. Thank you, sir. <laughs>
1: I love y'all.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's always fun to see different black leaders have different communication styles too when you start looking back in history look at malcolm X's communication style and how he was able to get his message across mm. to the black community how fired up he got the um, islam muslim community back then you have martin luther king another person in the civil rights movement it, it, it was a different type of style a different type of flavor on it then you have barack obama president of the united states he had a different swagger and a different type of Tone, that's and the six C's, yeah, yeah, mm. because there's five P's of vocal delivery. I'll break this down. I had to write down my notes, I wasn't as official as my guy right here. But this is WB. <laughs> the five P's of vocal delivery are power, pace, pitch, pause, and prosody. And prosody is just more so the tone the stress and the rhythm addiction on what you have to say. So (laughs) if those who didn't know, but just seeing the various communication styles that people have it, you really need to just observe more. God gave you two eyes and two ears because you need to listen more than you speak and you need to see more than you speak. So it's good to Hmm. always take good components away from good communicators, good orators that Hmm. you can apply in your life to. Push yeah. your communication to the next level because it all it, it
0: all comes home and it you know it uh you deal with communication enough with with family and then you know what i'm saying your loved ones and stuff so being a, uh you know just touching on relationships it, it uh the more you communicate the more you make things clear and and you uh and you build that trust yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying because mm-hmm. you know nobody likes unclear guidelines so you want to you know what i'm saying and also effective communication it uh it builds that engagement, and that teamwork between you know the two people that's working on it. So you know, being at home, I got to communicate effectively with the lady. So it's like you know, what I'm saying we just got to be on the same playing field. We got to be on the same page. We got to have the same values. We got to help each other understand what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it, it builds that comfort, comfortability with 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 that person. It helps you. You build know what that, you
1: you know what you're getting you know exactly what you're and in
0: this time you know what i'm saying it's not always easy to express your emotions and your feelings and the more you're comfortable with somebody the more you feel like you're open to actually express that and communicate mm-hmm. those problems that you got effectively because you got somebody else that's on your team that you understand that understands you right that's giving you the same energy and that connection so, and, that, and that connection, and that connection, that connection between that connection. each other so it helps build that relationship and it builds that you know what i'm saying you more enamored with your loved one and stuff. You're feeling that more of that trust and more of that commitment and that more of that uh, comfortability, and it's a good way to feel, and uh, it helps you understand what the key values and your core values are so that the other
2: person can help you bring you to your end goal
0: or and what your goals are.
2: It gives you that magnetism that it helps attract people when you can just be your true, authentic self yeah, and it, really just be open and it honest. It gives
1: you the culture. And it it helps culture. so
2: much with reducing the amount of assumptions that we Make so that is very key to communicate clearly with your significant other to reduce assumptions. Once assumptions start happening, your mind can go so crazy, yeah. making all types of fairy tales, fallacies, and
1: we well, see that clarity movies, though. That right? clarity, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like so. Even tied it back to work, like you you have a team that you that you're dealing with here. Boom! This is what we doing. Pop, pop, bop. You can see it right in your face. It's clear. We need this done by Tuesday at eight. You know what I'm saying? With your relationship, babe, I need you to, hey, I Tuesday, I need you to be here at seven. That's that's pretty clear. You know what I'm saying? Like there is there's a defined date. There's a as a I need you, I, I'm requesting to be here at this time, that so clarity, I mean, and it gives you that level of trust because now you've communicated to the point you've said, I need you, I need this from you as, as my significant, I need this support, I need it at this time and because of this so now you have the full the, the context of the, the full the full package and now you feel more secure in making a decision with that person
0: and then both that mm-hmm. uh accountability because you know that you're pr- trying to portray a message so you got to be the same willingness yep. to listen to uh the other person in the situation as well because you got to be a good uh, uh listener mm-hmm. and that's uh one of the key points in effective communication is being a good listener is because you they got to portray uh they also have to say a message and you have to understand where they're coming from. Like you said earlier, WB, it's like everybody can have a different perception on a message that you're trying to like portray. Like, you might say something, but I might take it in a whole different way. Mm-hmm. So being clear and, and concise about your information that you're saying and relaying, you got to make sure that you're on the same wavelength with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because, you know I'm saying, things can get very much twisted, especially the things that people are saying, uh, you know I'm saying, nowadays, and how comfortable people are saying whatever they want.
2: <sighs> yes like we see people just talking you know out the side of their neck out the side
1: (laughs) of the neck you can still get touched I had I had a question too like how do do you ask like questions at the end of like when you're done like presenting or if you're done talking to somebody do are you do you normally ask questions? Like I, I try to ask like clarifying questions at the mm, end. Like yes. do you do you guys have any that you kind of like go to? Like like because there's been situations where I I've communicated something. And I'm like man, I've nailed it. I feel like oh you got it. We've talked about it. We we, we you've you've asked your questions. Now I've asked my questions. Has it ever been a point where you was like yeah I, I need to I need to I need to I don't know what I'm doing. I don't I don't know. Like even with all these clarifying questions, I don't know. No, I
0: think that comes up especially like you know saying what, being. You know, younger, haven't been on those job interviews, and, and you know, what I'm saying as you continue to uh, progress in your career, I like to still apply for jobs and still go on job interviews to see what's out there. And you always ask, you know, at the end of the uh, interview, it's like, you know, what, uh, you know, give me a time where, you know, what is a successful day in this company like, or you know, different questions uh, that you yeah. may ask them because you want to be understanding what you're getting yourself into yeah. or what you're going to be doing. So you want to ask those questions to gain that clarity, like you said before. So. I know that's a question that I always ask. Is like, what's a day in the life of the job here? Or what's a day in the life of being an employee at this uh, spot? Or what's a day in the life of being your own entrepreneur or your own businessman? Uh, How do people do like that? And so being able to talk to my mentor and saying, like, what are you going through on a daily basis? What mm -hmm. type of questions are you being asked so I can understand that if I'm trying to get into the same position like you are in or something like
1: that? Fair. So you're asking, like, questions that... Questions to the mentors that you would ask of somebody trying to get information. Because, so, you can because, so you can build your repertoire that Exactly, well. yeah, So you understand,
0: yeah. okay, what did you go through? And then the same thing that we're trying to do here, we're talking about our experiences on this uh, podcast so that people can take that and run with it, add it to their repertoire, of moves and repertoire statements that they can, because, you know, they may be in a similar situation. They might look at us and say, okay, I'm a guy from the Chicago. I'm a guy from Denver. I moved out here to Seattle. I moved out here to another place. And how did you deal with all the changes and stuff that happened? Mm. How did you adapt to things? You know, Mm -hmm. how did you effectively communicate to people on your team and what you're doing in your life? So hopefully people can take that away from this podcast and what we're doing is positive things that we can, that we can, that we have communicated and what they're actually receptive to and what they're taking away from this
1: message it's a, it's a lesson learned man because we like you said we we, we want to bring content that's relevant for not only us in our lives but something that can help everybody listening okay. know that you you're going to have these these particular barriers or these particular things that you go through you know here's three other perspectives that you know hopefully can help you you know have some, some some arsenal to kind of deal with it. Like, okay, they, they deal with it that way. Meh, maybe I deal with it that way, but okay, at least I understand that I'm not alone. So it gives you that sense of community as well. So hopefully that's what, you know, everyone's taking away from this. We, man, just hopefully we communicate that, you know, yeah. in the episodes now and in the future.
2: I think for me, in terms of the clarifying question, I always... Try to relay back what they say to me to make sure that I heard them right. So I'll just say, "This is what I'm hearing," and then reiterate what oh, I think that yeah. they are absolutely trying to co- get across to me That's to nice. make sure that I um, get that. Um, sometimes I will say, "Do you understand?" After I'm speaking, "No, I mean, no, I'm saying something like that," <laughs> <laughs> but, but more politically and uh, correct and and with. Structure and rigor behind it, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but just those different things that can help you get a little bit deeper understanding, uh, more intimate knowledge if you didn't. Um, sometimes I think that I could almost ask too many questions to a fault, and that's something that I'm trying to improve on. Um, but for me, it's just something that serves me well is to make sure that I'm not making false assumptions, but yep. there's a boundary that you have to have to make sure that you're listening effective, um, asking the right questions so you can actually understand what's going on because you keep asking questions, questions, questions. People could get frustrated and say, are you really listening to me? What don't you understand? But having that patience this is a part of the process because perspective matters, education matters. What they are exposed to, not exposed to matters to be able to figure out, can you get your point across? Because sometimes you just can't, to be honest.
1: But 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 stay there, though, too, because now with this new this new way we're in and, and we engage in in virtual teams, right? Yes. You know, how other than, other than ask questions, like a lot of questions, you know, how, how would you engage your team in this virtual setting nowadays?
2: I don't know. I think we need to leave that for the listeners to kind of think about. And um, I'm saying that because I have to think about it a little bit more and that's something that I'm trying to improve. And my growth area is that how do you communicate it effectively to people that can't see you? And all you have to rely on is your email, is your instant message, is your voice on a WebEx call, is your Mattermost chat, or whatever it may be. It's so much different than being physical versus being virtual yeah. and the different dynamics. Because there's a lot of assumptions and undertones that could be taken away from an email or a text message that would not normally happen if you're actually on the phone versus somebody versus seeing them on FaceTime versus being in the same physical vicinity. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's
0: gonna be like what what the new norm is for a little while. Yeah. So a lot of these a lot of these companies and a lot of people that's you know what I'm saying doing businesses are gonna have to make a little bit of change into what they were doing because this virtual, this virtual platform thing is I think is around and here to stay. And during this time like this, it, it actually promoted that and actually showed a lot of people where they were sus- like susceptible to actual failure mm-hmm. because of times like this and they weren't set up. And then had to, you know, what I'm saying the structure in place to actually be able to host these things virtually. So, I think that's gonna be a lesson learned for a lot of people, and we're gonna to have to be able to adapt with the new change that we're experiencing.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I mean, we could communicate and talk all day. Yeah, but yeah. We want to ask the listeners: How
0: do you engage with your team in a virtual setting as we got it going on right now? So, how would you engage with your team in a virtual setting, a virtual platform? We want to open that up to the listeners, and you know. Make sure that you uh reach out to us anytime at two 2ShyGuysAmalha at, at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on iTunes, Spotify. If you like the content, rate us, contact us, let us know. We appreciate the time. We appreciate you listening. Anytime. This is P. Will signing out.
1: Yo,
2: Al Digger. And WB, come fly with me. And soon, like I said, we're going to be getting some sponsorships. So we'll be hey. communicating that. And we want to communicate that. We love y'all. Thank you for riding with appreciate us on the journey. It. And we hope to see y'all soon in the distant future. Distance.